AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. This is AgBioscience. Welcome. Thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Fraser, CEO of Agrinovis Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things AgBioscience, the people, the products, and innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. An estimated 88% of Americans will consume turkey this Thanksgiving. That equates to nearly 50 million turkeys. It's big business for farmers across the country, including here in Indiana, where the state's become the fourth largest producers of turkey in the country. Here to share more about Indiana's turkey production and the innovation making it possible is Becky Yonaskan, president of the Indiana State Poultry Association. Becky, thanks for joining us on this special Thanksgiving Day edition. Well, gobble, quack, cluck, the flock <laughs> appreciates the invitation, um, and we're we're very um, pleased with all that you do to bring innovation to Indiana, and just uh, keep, we um, certainly see ourselves as some of the original innovators, and um, we're happy to be part of this universe. Well, I am glad you are here, Becky. This is, this is a big week, a big week for Turkey, a big week for the poultry industry, a big day for you. All the folks who come together to make turkey dinner on Thanksgiving possible. we got to hear more about that. But before we do, we have to learn more about this incredible career journey you've been on from regulator to now advocate for the poultry industry. Share more about the Becky story. Well, it's certainly not a straight career you know, line in any sort, but there are more connections there than you might imagine. I would say I grew up in Terre Haute in the 1980s, and we lost a lot of manufacturing at that time. Saw a lot of friends kind of struggle with that, uh, parents you know, losing jobs. And what I saw was that the new companies that came into town, people really struggled to welcome new manufacturing with kind of the the risk. And I saw mm-hmm. some really good um, family friends, smart scientists, informed people kind of try to help the community understand those risks and balance, you know, the choices, you know, kind of push back on that not in my backyard kind of right. attitude and really try to help bring um, industry back to Terre Haute. And it was um, just a fascinating conversation, just really inspired me to try to use my interest in science um, to help people um, communicate better, understand um, what was going on, and and to kind of build our community. So anyway, eventually that led to working in environmental regulatory affairs at the Indiana Department of Environmental Management, where I continued to try to find solutions to problems, not so much, you know, punitive stuff, but how do we work together to gain compliance Right. And and to to really make sure you know we were protecting the environment while also supporting you know I am a healthy economic climate in the in the state of Indiana. So kind of fast forward quite a few years. Um, in 2015, the Indiana State Poultry Association Board of Directors came to IDEM in need of some help and some solutions. And in that uh, area, definitely saw kind of a challenge of communicating science, understanding risks, being able to work all that in. And and it also combined with the environmental regulatory um, areas that I had a specialty in. And then on top of meeting that exceptional group of people, I came to recognize that this ag community existed, right? And I had grown up in Terre Haute, 
And I think like many urban Hoosiers, just kind of lived in a cocoon there. I drove through cornfields on my way to one regional city or the next and just didn't appreciate that. And so all of a sudden my eyes are opened to this, this all the agriculture, agricultural businesses and, and things, all the connections that are going on around me. So that was of interest, but I was also really drawn in by how well the agricultural community worked together and how much they were there to support each other. Um, some of that was our state agencies, Indiana State Board of Animal Health, IDEM, DNR, and Indiana State Department of Agriculture, of course. And then some of the other folks in the barnyard just really coming together at that time in support of poultry um, to help us solve some, some challenging problems. And when did you join poultry? So I um, started uh, as the president of the Indiana State Poultry Association in the fall of 2020. Okay. And this is a really interesting organization. I mean, I look at all the different folks that you work with across the ag bioscience economy from those who have a backyard flock of chickens or ducks or turkeys to some of the largest, most well-known meat, finished meat brands in the country. Give us a sense. Who is the Indiana Poultry Association? Kind of walk us through that wide swath of the community that you serve. I will start by saying that almost all of our, really all of our companies started small. Mm. You know, they were all at some level a small flock at, at some point in time. And yes, we do have some very successful, you know, now large national, even international yeah. um, companies uh, in Indiana. So yeah, we tried to, to really be there to serve and advocate for that entire flock. We are led by a board of directors, um, 17 members that represent our two turkey companies, two chicken companies, two duck companies, a whole lot of eggs, yeah. um, and some allied industry as well. So we have, you know, that, that leadership is there. Um, but we're also spend time, like during COVID, I think everybody went out and got a puppy <laughs> and a chicken. Right. So we have lots of people, um, you know, coming in um, and, and interested in, in backyard poultry as well. And it, it's important that they have good good habits there and, and, and good information to get that started. I mean, you just never know right. where the next, you know, poultry company is, is going to come from. So and we sure hope they're going to be homegrown here in Indiana. Well, it is Thanksgiving week, Becky. You've got a big day ahead at the state house. We have to talk turkey. I mean, <laughs> turkey is is synonymous almost with Thanksgiving in the U.S. Give a sense for how big this turkey market is in Indiana, and what are the innovations that you're seeing that are really coming to make this turkey industry even more sizable, even more scalable? So, yeah, our our turkey industry right now we're are um, we're seeing about 100 pounds of feed converted into 50 pounds of of turkey meat which wow. is an incredible feed conversion. And it's not any one thing that magically makes that happen. It's a whole combination of things. Certainly, I think they're really working hard on diet and you know, getting the right, the right feed at the right times. But they have some excellent poultry veterinarians that work on their staff. And you know, by and large, you need to have... Poultry is in many ways a generational and, and family business because you need to have a sense of how to care for the birds. It's sure. not something you just pick up a book and learn. There's a certain sense there when you go in the barn, whether things are right, things are wrong, you know, and then what's wrong and how do you make that happen? And, and I think here in Indiana, we just have 
you know, worked very hard over, you know, many years here to, to uh, develop a group of growers that are well-informed and, um, and just very dedicated to their, to their work. Well, we will dig into this intersection of art and science driving the poultry market and what it means for innovation here in Indiana. We'll do it right after this quick break. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years. And together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents. And like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of Ag Bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're talking with Becky Yoniskin, president of the Indiana State Poultry Association. Becky, Thanksgiving week, it's giant. We have talked a lot about turkey and earning its place, not just on the dinner plate, but I think what's really interesting is this growth we're seeing in turkey really year round. Everything from ground turkey and tacos that my kids love to turkey sausage, which I had this morning. It was great. Uh, I, I saw this and I thought this was fascinating. A study that came out, I think it was at the end of June, showed in the fresh meat category that total fresh turkey increased 5% in sales over that year. That's a big deal when you're talking about that big of a market what do you see driving demand and what does that mean for producers, not just here in Indiana, but across the country? That's a big deal. And it really is a big deal for Indiana because what many people would think, oh, you know, Indiana produced turkey. We're producing whole birds like you'll roast on Thanksgiving Day. We do, of course, produce whole sure. birds, but we really don't market them. We process them into many other cuts. So uh, our... our kind of our largest, our highest value product are our premium deli meats. So the turkey breast, you know, goes to a plant here in the state of Indiana that turns them into some fantastic deli meat that you can find at your grocery. So ground turkey, turkey drums, turkey wings, all the parts. Like um, the giant turkey right, legs the, at the state fair. The giant turkey legs that everybody loves at the state yes. fair, right? Or that, you know, you, you win at Thanksgiving. That is what we produce in Indiana. We produce the turkey sausage links that you're talking about. I've yeah. seen them producing them at the processing facility in southern Indiana. So it is a really big deal for Indiana that turkey is gaining more of a, a, of a place on, on Americans' plates throughout the year. Um, it's a, a fantastic source of protein. It's high in lots of nutrients. It's lean. It's very versatile. Um, so, yeah, it's all good. It is good. And this, we talked a little bit about this earlier, this art and science of innovation in the poultry industry. Conversion rates that you talked about, 50 pounds, or yeah, 50 pounds of feed, 100 pounds of feed getting to 50 pounds of turkey. That's wild to me. Give us a sense for those innovators listening, those entrepreneurs listening, those scientists listening, 
What are some of those innovations, two or three, that you say, boy, these kinds of things could be advanced, or you see opportunity to advance X, Y, and Z to really grow this market? I would say, uh, again, to nutrition, um, really continuing to work on what is it in in the feed that uh, you know that promotes that kind of growth, healthy growth. And another area is genetics, you know, constantly working on building that better bird, really fascinating stuff there. And lastly, just really looking at the environment that the turkeys are in, what makes them thrive? We have some fascinating research coming out of Purdue, you know, looking at enrichments in their, in their barns, you know, what can you do to keep them more engaged just, you know, moving around and just healthier overall. The same kind of things that would make, you know, humans healthy. Really. Sure. So, yeah, there's there. those are three areas of innovation that I see now, and um, I'm sure that there are many more to be capitalized on. And this innovation spotlight on poultry is one that came to Indiana two years ago with peanut butter and jelly. Do I remember that right? <laughs> so peanut butter and jelly, yeah. The National Thanksgiving turkeys in 2021 uh, were hatched at the um, Select Genetics Turkey Hatchery in uh, Terre Haute in Vigo County, um, raised in Dubois County by Andrea Welp, who works, um, who's a grower for Far Best Farms, and then taken to the White House by um, Phil Sager and his team from Far Best Farms. Um, and presented to President Biden. And um, so cool. And I was fortunate enough to be along for the ride. And it was just, you know, a week of one of the best weeks of my life. Amazing. And then ultimately, after they, you know, made their big trip to the White House and got pardoned, uh, returned home to Indiana. And they're now um, at Purdue University at our Animal Science Research Education Center up north of campus. And doing well. We talked a lot about this art and science of innovation in poultry and how the pieces come together. Give us a sense for the the breadth of innovation that's happening in poultry. So poultry farmers are a very creative group. And um, I think especially, so we um, are second or third in the nation. We're always kind of neck and neck with Ohio in egg production. Mm. And because eggs are a, a commodity, kind of have a, a common price, um, to be able to differentiate yourself in that market is significant. And we have incredible innovation in Indiana in the styles of production that we have there, whether it's traditional conventional birds, cage-free, um, pastured birds, birds and all. I mean, I have never walked into an egg-laying barn. No two are the same. Like there's there's always something new and different that they're trying. We have the Kipster farm that's part of the MPS system that is producing a carbon neutral egg with some of that feed as a kind of reclaiming resource from um, food production, another part of food production and introducing that as feed. Just all sorts of innovations there. You go to our, our duck, uh, our duck producers. We number raise, one in duck, right? Number right? one in duck. We raise 60% of the nation's duck. It's wow. amazing, 60%. And just walking through their barns, they're just really um, interesting, just the different uh, ways they have to engage them and care for them. And and then their value-added processing beyond the processing facility. I mentioned the roast half duck that um, they produce and all sorts of different products so that you know, you don't have to think about duck and say, oh, I don't, you know, I'm not sure I want to deal with the grease or the, the fat. Like, hey, they've done the work for you. You just need to take it out of the package. And it is no more difficult than baking a frozen pizza. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> um, 
And and we have some uh, really innovative uh, broiler chicken production as well. Really one of the nation's premier kind of higher line broiler chicken uh, production that's gone to what we call um, air chilled, totally air chilled. They don't cool hmm. the birds down in an ice bath. Instead, they um, are are just in a large refrigerator for a number of hours. Really premium products. And and it's interesting. I think the innovation there is they are they're raised on small family farms. Oh, and um and there's some some things that, that that can be done there that just can't be done maybe in some larger systems. So yeah, there's just incredible innovation across the flock. We talk a lot about turkey and poultry and we've talked about the growth in it. But the growth in poultry isn't just good for poultry. The growth of poultry in Indiana is also good for the broader ag bioscience economy as well. Give us a sense for how growth in poultry is really driving demand across production agriculture, even the broader food economy. Right. When you look at that, uh, let's say, roast half duck on your plate, right, that you've just purchased from Maple Leaf or Culver that comes in this amazing package all ready to go. It represents lots of things. Think of it as the top of the pyramid and all the things that come into it. So uh, we have to start with with feed. We can't mm-hmm. uh, we, we can't go. So uh, we have amazing corn and soybeans here in Indiana. Um, we are here because the feed is here, the water is here, the climate is here. So yeah, we start with our corn and soybeans. We're just you know very um, blessed to to have um, great sources of feed here and water and climate. I mean that is why poultry is here to begin with. And then those rural towns across the state, lots of lots of jobs. You know whether it's the contract grower barn, people coming and servicing water supplies and feeding or providing veterinary care and medicines and driving the trucks and just it the list goes on and on poultry companies are incredible drivers of those local economies one thing i love about this thanksgiving holiday is it gives us a chance to step back and and really look at all the blessings in our life and you look at each and every one of those people who make it possible to bring high quality protein to the plate whether it's the grower growing corn or soybeans whether it's the driver driving the truck on the farm or to the field. You look at all the folks in the production system, those throughout this economy, you know, Becky, you, you talked about, you know, we, we're here, poultry is here in Indiana because we have feed and we have people. And just for those that are listening that are in that world, thank you. I mean, thanks for what you do. Now, I know, because we've talked a little bit, you are going to have a big Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> so the question becomes, Becky, as the president of the Indiana Poultry Association, the one who is in charge of promoting turkey and duck and chicken and all of those things, what will be on the dinner table on Thursday? And how do you like to prepare your turkey? Many years ago, my husband figured out how to grill a to- turkey with some smoke chips on the side. Ooh. And it is excellent. And that is that is what we do every year and um, battle over that turkey. The great part of that is that it keeps it out of my oven. And so I have free range in the rest of the kitchen, um, no pun intended. And I can make, you know, all sorts of side dishes without, yeah, he can stay outside with the grill and the cold and snow for sometimes and, and, and I get to stay in the warm kitchen. So um, that's what's on the table uh, this, this Thanksgiving and gosh, for lots and lots of Thanksgiving in the past. 
She is Becky Yoniskin, president of the Indiana State Poultry Association. Becky, thanks so much for joining us on this special Thanksgiving episode of Ag Bioscience. My absolute pleasure. It is so good to be with you. And thanks so much for tuning in to Ag Bioscience on this Thanksgiving week. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovusindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovus team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening and happy Thanksgiving. This podcast is a product of Agronovus Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovusindiana.com. Agronovus Indiana.